37th parallel on America's haunted highway, it's Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. What's up, everybody, and welcome. This is episode 145 of Pixelated Paranormal. And on this episode, we had originally promised a Cryptid Encounters follow-up to the Murfreesboro Mud Monster. However, with all the positivity coming in from you know, last week's episode and the, uh, the production we did for the Murfreesboro uh, Mud Monster, we thought we better postpone the follow-up for one week so that we can actually, you know, add that same kind of quality in. Because, you know what? You guys deserve better. Yep. And We had yeah. people pulling over to the side of the road laughing. <laughs> in other countries, in fact. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. My kids loved it. They wanted to know who was Deputy Dipshit and who Rocky Balboa was. <laughs> right. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, that awesome. was fun. We had a blast doing it. Um, we're so happy uh, all you guys enjoyed it. Thank you for all the positive comments and reaching out and letting us know how much you know how much you enjoyed it. So, yeah, we're gonna sure. we're gonna put that one on a quick pause so we can kind of add a little more uh, quality into that. But yeah, have no fear. Next week we'll have it ready for you. At the top of the episode, I also want to drop a quick correction from last week. <gasps> We had a listener reach out, and I'll keep you anonymous. Um, Bullshit. Call him out. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to add that Him, her, goofed. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, she pointed out that we goofed last week. Even more chauvinistic than half the stuff that Preston says. Ooh. Ouch. What is it? <laughs> I'm intrigued. Last, yeah, last week, Stephen, you claimed, we <gasps> claimed, that you were not a man until you shit your pants. Oh, it's true. Indeed. But we have to, we have to ask ourselves, what about the ladies? That's true. That's very true. I did not. So yes, uh, we had a listener point that out, and so I just want to say, thank or any you. any gender or anything yeah. like that. We're 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 cool here. We're fluid. Man, woman, non-binary, and everybody in between, around and beside. Yep. Everybody poops. Everyone should shit their yeah. pants. You're not an adult until you shit your pants. As you're listening. Yes, we need to have a solitary, unified pants shatting. I now, think the best part about this is that you were debating whether to cut this out as you were pro- like producing the episode. <laughs> I know. Or editing the episode. And then also that people actually still listened after that story. Like, <laughs> continue true. to finish well, the episode. that's what you do. You, you, put the, you put the terrible stuff in the beginning, and then the payoff, of course, was yeah. the Murfreesboro Mud Monster. Which, yeah. you know, mud butt, mud monster, you know, it true. all Swamp ass. <laughs> right, yeah, swamp ass. <laughs> yeah, so we just want to say thank you for pointing that out. And, uh, yeah, we stand unified with our brothers, our sisters, our non-binary listeners, and everybody as we all can shit our pants. Word. Cool. Well, since we don't have a cryptid encounter, I thought we might as well share some fun news that Steve and I have come across in the last few days, dealing with, um, I guess, how the world is starting back up again and proceeding after this COVID pandemic crap, because there's been some interesting news stories of just how exactly some of these businesses and restaurants and even sports teams are trying to pick up the pieces and move forward with a more mm-hmm. normal life. Very true. So it's no secret 
that South Korea loves their robots. Yes. They have the most creepiest, deadly looking robots you'd ever <laughs> like that one video where Obama was watching that one kick a soccer ball towards him and whatnot. God, like, I know. Sorry, football, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> football. Thing where you kick the ball, whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, it, it's just creepy as hell looking. It's, it's so weird. And they love the robots. So when I first seen this on, I think it was Reddit or something, I was like, wow, that's so cool. Or maybe Facebook. And uh, South Korea has this uh, football, football team or soccer team. And I think they call it soccer in the Koreas. Yeah, they're yeah they're kind of weird because these dudes are like mm, overweight, like not not your average athletic looking dudes, and, <laughs> and it's every funny. Man's soccer. Team. Oh yeah, it is, man. And it, and and they're I think they're baseballs like that too. If I don't if I if I can't, I, it's Shayla's cousin and I once when I was in Texas a couple years ago, we were bored, just the two of us hanging out because everybody else went out shopping. And we came across like ESPN six was showing the um Yeah the men's softball championship game. It's very entertaining. It was amazing. They were all yeah. like in their late thirties at the youngest. They were yeah. all very, very portly. Um, <laughs> like, yes, portly. And they were fair. loving it. They're having so much fun. And Dude, the fans like were lo- and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, Michael so, and I bolstered up, and we're like, we fucking have a chance. We can be professional yeah, athletes. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> and uh, so with this, they have, um, you know, a, a stadium, obviously. Well, COVID-19 hit. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, they've been continuing their games, but they've been putting robots in the seats for fans and whatnot. Now, robots in seats to make them look creepy whatever i don't know they they've done that before they've put in mm-hmm. they've put in robots in, in seats for stadium not at this scale because obviously um but the cool thing about this one is that you can actually download an app that this robotics team has made for the robot so you basically purchase your time for the robot and on the app you can do things such as like uh the wave and hold up <laughs> signs on this little led thing it's pretty cool i mean it's it's unique i, I don't know i mean i don't know how if they're really into that sport and that team, then I think it's cool. It's just really cool to see that. Um, and I, I mean, robots, they are the creepiest damn things. You should see these things and Google it, type in South Korea, robot fan soccer. And you'll see the, you'll see the uh, pictures. It's the creepiest shit ever. <laughs> but you, so, but as I was researching this thing today, I was like, I kept finding videos from like 2014 of the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that is, is that is so true. unique. It's not the first time it's hit yeah. the uh, the headlines, but that's awesome, dude. I think uh, I think that's really unique. You know, unique solution for that kind yeah. of problem. But you got to ask yourself, who's going to download the app and find a way to hack that robot, and all of a sudden have like just a murderous, rampaging robot take out an Whoa. entire soccer team? That's pretty deep. You know, that'd be insane. Now, when it comes to America, um. Uh, America is obsessed with with sports and it's mm-hmm. a very lucrative business and it's affecting, you know, made these major leagues very, 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 very much. And they're talking about quiet cat. They're talking about um, reopening the, you know, NFL and the NBA mm-hmm. and stuff like this. And then obviously not letting people in the stands, but letting the athletes pay play. They have to be tested every day, fever, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> But then, like, how would that affect the game? 
because oh yeah half sure. like I've been to Chiefs games and and Chiefs are known for the energy and that's the reason why I go I'm not I'm not a sports dude I don't sports right. and but when you go to a live game regardless of the sport it's fun you feel energy because every it's just like a concert everybody there's having a good time oh yeah so when you don't have that interaction oof, that'd be a weird game man but think about how cool it would be like I I don't sports but I appreciate the novelty of this and as I, I'm imagining myself as like a big sport nut being able to hear the sounds mm-hmm. of no cheers, no instruments, actually hear the hits, maybe hear the calls on the, on the field. That would be pretty badass. Mm-hmm. You know, I like as, yeah. as like a, damn, this is a weird time we live in where I'm actually being able to see this happen. I don't know. I, I think it's cool. I think of things like that when I think about like, um, movies are important to me movie going mm-hmm. to movie theaters are, is very important to me and i i see what voodoo and microsoft movies and apple movies all these companies are doing letting people stream theater at home and it's just not the same it's sure, not sure. at all dude like i remember uh brady downloaded one of the movies and it was like 22 dollars uh, and they got like 48 hours of stream at a couple times or something like that and i was just like that's not worth it to rent a movie where you're just watching it on your TV at home, you know, like, and you don't get the experience. I mean, I would argue that you were going to spend that 20 bucks to go see it at a theater. And then how many times do you drop 30 or 40 bucks on a, you know, two tickets to a movie, let's say, or 20 bucks, you know, for one person to get snacks and see a movie. Listen, Sean, don't show me the pros of this. I don't want to lose theaters, bro. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't want to lose theaters either. But at the same time, like, I mean, we dropped 20 bucks to watch The Invisible Man and, you know. That's true. And the thing, too, is I don't. Then again, I think about it as because I'm a avid, I'm a supporter of the premiere stubs thing and the you know the sure. unlimited movie pass type type right, 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 subscriptions right. whereas you and shayla don't do that so it make it would make sense for you i think about like as many movies as we go see i think about all the all the um things that we do as friends like mm-hmm. that's probably the activity we've done the most for sure sure oh yeah man Especially and like i october, think october dude we yeah half the movies we watch uh, a year happen in october Yep, but but you know, I think too the thing that I don't, I mean, obviously people that work for these, um, you know, theater owners and stuff like that, production companies, you know, they went to school. Some of them are smarter than I am. But the thing that people I don't know, I don't know if people realize that we only rented The Invisible Man because that was an option. It wasn't a regular situation. We were just sitting at home thinking, why go to a theater when we could watch a movie from home? And also, I mean, Invisible Man and Trolls 2 and whatever else, you know, came out to be the first movies you could do that through Amazon or whatever. They only gave that option initially because they had to. Like, Mm -hmm. they were kind of cornholed because they just dropped those movies, you know, a few weeks before the entire nation shut down, the entire world shut down. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, that's how they were going to try to make the most of their money back. I mean, can you imagine Universal dropping whatever it costs to make, you know, the invisible man. Yeah. That's and true. then just making back maybe six figures back, mm-hmm. you know, no, that was a way for them to make back that revenue. So I think that some of these people saying, well, we're just going to make that a normal everyday thing. That's kind of stupid. 
And at first yeah. I was kind of angry that theaters were like, well, we're not going to show Universal movies anymore. But I get it because, again, a movie theater, they don't make the money off the tickets. They make the money off the popcorn, the drinks, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I do understand and I can sympathize and empathize with theaters for making that decision to maybe not want to show Universal movies. But at the yes. same time, fuck it. I mean, if, if I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to watch a movie at home, I'll just download it. Yeah. You know, or, or have somebody else download it. Yeah. And I, and oh my gosh, like I, I'm thinking Universal, Universal, Harry Potter mm-hmm. at home. No. Wait, what? Universal owns Harry Potter? I thought that that was Wait. a Warner Brothers thing. That's Warner Brothers. Why did I think you know? I'm thinking Universal Studios. <laughs> I'll never get to ride Hagrid's bus. <laughs> or like what? What's yeah? What's some other things like the Universal's done? Oh, I mean, there was a ton of them. We talked about um, Back to the Future, right? Back to the Future. Well, it wasn't yeah. Halloween. I mean, does does Universal own Blumhouse? Maybe. I don't know. I don't there know. was a big I, blockbuster I, that we were all way, worried about. We're getting so way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> we that, uh, but shitty mummy remake with Tom Cruise. That was Universal. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the original mummy. Right. Yeah. Any Universal horror movie. I mean, they're they're yeah. kind of trying to revamp those, and they're yeah. being about sixty percent. Uh, successful in my opinion but so hey let me watch watch me bring it back so talking about movies and sports and everything else uh, and what you said Steve watching sports in a live setting in a crowd of people I don't sports either Um, Shayla and her family took me to a Texas Longhorns game several years ago where they played at K-State and I'll be honest like I didn't want to go and I'm so happy I did because seeing he came out game. with a cowboy hat and a little pistol on his side. <laughs> <laughs> pew, pew. No, but football, Budweiser y'all. in his hand. Football. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, Preston, I did say y'all way before that, but uh, but you know, being in the crowd, it was it was because you've known rad. Shayla half your life. <laughs> That's true, bitch. I'm from Texas too. Yeah, true. Huh. But you're, I mean, you are you really? But am I really? <laughs> Ouch. Touche. But you know, so I, I don't sports, but I'll be damned if I did sit there every single time the Bulls played on TV through the 90s. And um, what was I getting at? I was going to mention. You're like, last... I have no idea what I'm doing here. What do I do with my hands? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did take the car. Anyway, there's going to be something I was going to say anecdotal about the Last Dance documentary about the Chicago Bulls. Um, that's right now on like ESPN or whatever, but never mind. Uh, let's get back onto it. So, yes, South Korea. They're doing a lot of weird stuff right now with robots. But doing the robot thing as a live audience participation, you know, kitsch, was not the only thing they did. They're also in headlines for another audience participation flub. It looks like the FC Seoul soccer team said that it meant to add some fun in a no-spectator match, but ended up having to apologize because they used sex dolls to fill empty seats in their stadiums. The leaders of a South Korean soccer club might be feeling like boobs after they were exposed for using sex dolls to make an empty stadium look like it was full of fans. The FC Seoul placed 30, quote, mannequins around its stadium for a game against the Gwangju FC, or football club, I'm assuming. And they also added signs in the hands of the mannequins um, to kind of make it look like they were just actual fans enjoying the game. The Soul Club said in a statement, it believed the figures were just ordinary mannequins. 
the action on the field must not have been that great because people watching the match from home quickly noticed that some of the fake fans wore clothing advertising sex toys and that many of them were especially busty. The BCC <laughs> noted pornography is banned in South Korea, making this a really big no-no. I just picture a ton of really horny sports team owners like, you know what, this is it, boys. Let's order a whole truckload of them. Now's our chance. The football team said, we had we had tried to add some fun in a no-spectator match, but we have not checked all the details, and that is clearly our fault. The team said it was assured by the doll supplier that the figures weren't sex products, but the football club's soul didn't explain why it chose Dalcom, a company specifically known for sex dolls. Dalcom director Cho Young Jun told the BBC the sex logos should have been removed from the dolls prior to the game, <laughs> quote, but there were several hair bands and logos left to be caught by the public eye. <laughs> the football club's soul could be facing consequences beyond the embarrassment because the league has a rule against inappropriate or sexual advertisements, so the team could also be heavily fined. That's great because That's you know crazy. that <laughs> the company is selling give the a sex, shit. right? And you know the company selling those sex dolls is probably like, <laughs> yeah, no, they're just mannequins, guys. Go ahead and place that order for what'd you say, thirty? Yeah, they'll be on a truck tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> like we need the business, <laughs> right? I don't know, man. I bet that business is probably booming right now because you can't really go out and have human contact. Well. Yeah. I don't mean to make this an episode solely about, well, that was a fucking unintended pun, wasn't it? Solely about Korea. Boom. But supporters of the NC Dinos can't attend games in person, so these fans of this baseball team got creative and sent life-sized cutouts in their place. On May 13th, South Korea baseball fans may have not been allowed to watch their favorite teams in live stadiums due to the pandemic, but the NC Dino stands were not empty, thanks to life-size cardboard cutouts and portraits sent in by the fans. The Korean Baseball Organization League, or KBO, kicked their season off one month late after a five-week delay due to the coronavirus, but all the games will be played without fans in attendance. No fans were allowed in even though the park reopened. The Dino's marketing manager, Park Jung-un, said, So we thought about a way of giving enjoyment to fans and motivate the players. The club said that more than 60 fans participated, sending in their own pictures along with their favorite players or even their pets. I can't go into a stadium now, but my avatar is cheering on the team instead of me. It feels like I'm in the stadium, said Hong Dong-soo, a 38-year-old baseball fan. The club also set up cardboard cutouts with characters of the U.S. baseball team, the Durham Bulls, after that minor league team declared its support for the Dinos on their Twitter. Your attention, please, said their Twitter. We have decided which KBO team we will be supporting. This is now an NC Dinos fan account, said the Bulls. The Bulls are based in North Carolina, which shares the same NC initials with the Dinos. The Major League Baseball MLB is on hold also due to the pandemic, so ESPN reached a deal to broadcast the KBO games instead, which kicked off back on May 5th. 
It's the most man. sports news we've ever heard ever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's bring things back around to what we're more known for, guys, outside of paranormal stuff. Let's bring things back to the U.S. in South Carolina, shall we? Where restaurant owners are using blow-up dolls to make sure customers take social distancing seriously. In Taylor, South Carolina, a restaurant owner has come up with a unique way to ensure social distancing. With dine-in service available at the Open Hearth in Greenville County, North Carolina, shit, South Carolina, being open for the first time since March, the owners, Paula and Jimmy Star Malahis, have found a very unique way to make the restaurant look full. They ordered 10 blow-up dolls, dressed the dolls in wigs and clothing and jewelry, and then set them in the booths. Instead nice. of using scary yellow tape or roping off the empty tables, we thought, we're going to make this restaurant look full. So they ordered blow-up dolls from Amazon. They said the, quote, G-rated kind. We dressed <laughs> them up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they are just blow-up mannequins. No O-faces. <laughs> <laughs> they dressed them up and had them seated at the tables so they would look like they're actually being occupied by real customers. My grandson told me they look kind of creepy, but I think when people walk in, they're going to laugh. I just can't understand what's wrong with his mouth. (laughs) 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 Shove breadsticks in them. It'll be fine. I was like, so this is in South, this is in, uh, you said North Carolina. I was like, oh, they don't got anything to worry about. Then he said South Carolina. I'm like, okay. Ew. It's going to be only a matter of time until somebody tries to fuck one of them blow up mannequins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I social distance this. in about an hour. We're, oh, he's over at booth number six. Yeah. <laughs> squeaky, squeaky. What can I get you for today? Uh, nothing. I just wanted to fuck one of the mannequins. <laughs> I'll have a number six and a side of oral, please. the owner said they're following social distancing guidelines by spacing out customers using disposable menus and ensuring employees wear masks south carolina is one of several states that started easing their restrictions about two weeks prior the family-run restaurant has been in business for 61 years since paula said her father-in-law first opened it we're doing everything we can to make sure we do this right. We just didn't want the virus to be what shuts us down. Do what you got to do. Yep. But you know what? Good for them. I think that uh, it's pretty unique and a lot smarter than old South Korea did. True. Well, I know it was a very sports-focused and short episode, but we just wanted to make sure we gave you guys something to listen to while we're prepping up that next episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Hold the fucking phone. Back back up for a second. Look, you can't do that to the listeners, okay? During these unprecedented times, they look forward to the weird, the creepy, the strange, and we can't just leave them hanging like that. Okay. You got to keep a good thing going. And Sean, since last week you tainted your Amazon search history for the show, (laughs) this week, I got a surprise. I tainted my Amazon account by actually buying one of those raunchy pieces of fictional crap for you, the sweet, sweet listeners that keep coming back each week. And I didn't buy just one. No, no. I bought a four-book collection. Dun, dun, dun. So wow. sit back for just a small, tasty morsel of... The Rona got you down. Don't worry, fateful <laughs> listeners. <laughs> The Pixelated Paranormal Podcast is another fantastical tale to cheer you up and make you laugh. So sit back, 
relax. Go ahead and crack open that bottle of wine and warm up those gooey bits. It's time for Intimate Cryptid Encounters. All right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's give you guys a taste of Seduced by Bigfoot and Ravaged by Yeti. Betty Bedford was the typical small-town housewife in rural I can't Vermont. read the whole thing like that. <laughs> Devoted, loving. She pressed the sheets, bleached the doilies, folded the laundry, styled her hair, packed her husband's lunch, and dutifully made love to said hardworking husband each night. Mm. Mr. Bradford was no stallion in bed, nor was he prudent. He was simply easy to please. A basic bitch. They met in bed at 10 o'clock each night. When Brad shut off the reading light, that was her cue to close her book and accept him. (laughs) He would reach over, caress her shoulder, and then mount her. Foreplay was nil, for he found it tedious. Okay, wait, so this guy's name is Brad Bradford? Hey, Brad and Betty Bradford, right? This is not the best writing in the world, but stick with this because it gets better. Okay? And the plot twist is Preston actually wrote this. Is their yeah. neighbor Mitch Mitchelson? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he entered her by way of missionary position and mechanically thrust himself in. And I out. need to put an NSFW at the beginning of this. Oh my God. In and out and in. And out, it in it out of her while she paid extra care to keep her hair in place. Betty took pride in her hair, and as vain as it made her feel, and vanity was looked down upon where she was from, but her soft, luscious locks made her smile when she looked in the mirror. Mr. Bradford complimented her hair when it was shiny and smooth, but making love to Brad was a, it was a nice routine for Betty, but she gained no satisfaction from it, but... Her hopes of creating life, it kept her optimistic. Brad made love for six minutes each time and afterwards dismounted her and apologized. Yeah, sorry, honey. I'll uh, I'll make it up to you tomorrow. It's been a long day and I'm just really tired. Brad was asleep by the time he finished his sentence. Betty would wait a, a few more minutes for Brad to fall asleep into a deep slumber and like a feather... She floated across the floor into the bathroom. She drew the curtains and opened the window. She reached up in between the storm window and the screen for her special pack of cigarettes. Brad didn't know his wife smoked, and he wouldn't like it if he found out, but this was her release, her post-quarter cigarette, a a gift to herself to have a silent moment and to gaze at the stars twinkling in the night sky. And As her mouth made a a wide O, the the smoke drifted out and... Her mind drifted with an area of a thought in her head. Curiously, on this particular night, she, she felt like she was being watched, and Betty squinted her eyes and peered out into the dark, dark woods beyond their home, and she was sure she saw a, a shadowy figure flicker in the moonlight. The next morning, the alarm rang at 6.05, and by 7.30, Brad Bradford had gulped the remains of his coffee, <laughs> Slipped on his spring trench coat and was out the door. Uh, bye, hun. See you at dinner. Betty didn't know it, but that would be the last time she saw Brad. She loosened the belt of her robe for the time that Brad is not home is the time that she's free. But alone is more like it. She sighed, mulling over all the endless chores and the errands to run. 
She decided to start her day with a task that she enjoyed the most. She was going to bake a couple pies. Later that day, Betty arrived in the kitchen and saw her strawberry pie resting on the windowsill. The fragrant broom was delicious, but she thought for sure she had left it in the oven. Silly me, I haven't had my coffee yet. I must have taken it out. It would have burned anyhow. She thanked the man above for watching out for her. At least someone was watching out for her. <laughs> Betty glided across the kitchen to the windowsill. The, the pie beckoned her. The smell of it. Closely, she inhaled the fragrance of berries and sweet caramelized sugar, butter, and vanilla. She inhaled so deeply, filling her senses with pleasure. Saliva gathered in her mouth, and just as she was about to swallow, something dashed behind the tree. Betty's heart stopped. Can I just imagine that? A large figure, very large, stepped out from behind the tree and glared at her. What in the hell is that? Is that a man? <laughs> Betty was beside herself with curiosity. That, 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 that there's a very large and hairy. Oh, oh my. Oh, that is a beast. Betty spun around and pinned her back to the wall. Her heart was pounding out of her chest. Oh, well, what does it want? My pie? <laughs> Surely it's after my sweet pie. <laughs> Perhaps if I offer my pie to him, he will leave and go back to where he came from. Betty appeared around the corner, and out the window the tall, dark, hairy figure stood there. Still as a stone, my lord, with his dark, cold eyes, serious and impatient. She made it about halfway across the yard and stopped before the big oak trees. She bent down to leave the pie before him, but didn't notice that her robe had opened slightly, revealing her soft, tender breast. Bigfoot liked it. He beckoned her closer with the draw of his large, thick fingers. <laughs> she lifted the pie from the soft blades of grass. Step by step by step, she drew closer to him. Each step, she saw in more detail who this large, ominous figure was, standing at least nine feet tall. This thick-bodied and muscular creature boasted broad shoulders, powerful tree-trunk legs, and a thick, dark mat of hair that covered him like body armor. Even his feet were enormous. Well, he's Bigfoot. This is no human, she thought. His dark, liquid eyes glared at her. This is no beast. Not three feet away from him, she could smell his existence. My lord, his natural musk, the earth and the wood, his hormones, though, she couldn't detect them, but she drew in closer. Real quick, breaking character. The funniest part of this right now is that I did not read this script. I'm sure Sean didn't either. <laughs> no. And we're literally reading smut to the listeners. This is great. <laughs> yeah. I know. God. It's great. <laughs> I was just going to call this episode, you know, something about sports or the news, but I think I'm just going to have to call it NS <laughs> NSFW <laughs> Surprise. Surprise, motherfuckers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my, what is this creature? I've heard of Bigfoot and Yetis before, but I thought those were mythical creatures. Surely God wouldn't have put such a sinful creatures on our planet. I heard they kidnap people and commit adultery. Rough and brutal act. She raised her hands, shaken, <laughs> and offered her olive branch to the creature. Perhaps, since he is only after my pie, he will take it and leave. The strawberry pie tempted 
the Bigfoot senses. Strawberries are regarded as delicious and highly sought after treats in the forest, in case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. What is that? <laughs> it's okay. I'll put a filter behind it. <laughs> That's so good. Here was a treat with the delicious scent wafting over to him. The sugary aroma made him salivate. But it was wait, when wait, 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 narrator. Did you just say salivate? Yeah. What the fuck is a salivate? Salivate. Does it matter? Listen to the story. Does it, does it, does sorry, it matter? Sorry, we'll get back to it. Uh, you were salivating. <laughs> but it was when it swirled with the scent of this innocent, clean, and dainty human, this delicate flower of a human, a fertile woman. It is when it became intoxicating. His senses of smell were much cleaner than a dog's, and his primal instinct was more powerful. Therefore, he could smell how Fertile she was. Her young, supple body was ovulating and releasing pheromones so strong he could taste them in his mouth. Her body was begging, <laughs> begging for the Bigfoot to fertilize her. And it was time for this big, hairy creature to claim his mate. What the fuck? I, <laughs> I feel dirty and used, Preston. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, is like the little ad libs we added, people could be like, mm, "Was that in the story?" <laughs> yeah, I know. You'll never know. They're so ridiculous. Okay, and that so, sucks was the first five chapters of the book. <laughs> what? <laughs> is this a fucking third grade reading level? Or the chapters two and a half pages? Yeah. <laughs> well, Preston, I'm not That's sure if I funny. should congratulate you, thank you, or give you a warning. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the, the best thing is, is it's a collection of uh, of books. So we got Owned by the Werewolf, My <laughs> Wife is an Alien, and the extra was Seduced by Bigfoot. So Odd. there's more. More, 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 and more coming. That joke's you know, too easy, and we're going to leave it let alone. Me know, let me know what I need to read. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I think we found the name for this. I think this will be our, our late night with Pixelated Paranormal Part 3. <laughs> yeah i was not expecting that he's like i put yeah, something in there at the, yeah at like an hour and a half before we record preston's like i might might have a surprise story for you guys should be five minutes at tops and i'm like okay cool whatever <laughs> <laughs> mm, wrong. oh well preston thank you for that man i'm sure there's not Give a dry seat in the house yeah <laughs> hopefully the the tasty bits are uh, moist and warm god yeah well guys we really hope you enjoyed that episode and we will have the follow-up to the murfreesboro mud monster on next episode yeah. but for now we must leave you wanting more okay steve <laughs> what you? do you want to plug buddy cool Cool. Check us out on Instagram, PXL Paranormal. You can get all the cool visual aids there. Also on Facebook at Pixelated Paranormal Podcast. Mm -hmm. Definitely hit us up on there. Hit that like button. Smash that yeah. like button. And, uh, you know, tag us in anything you want us to talk about on the show. Anything like that. We're, we're all about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but our most fan, inter fan <laughs> listener interactions are on Instagram. So, uh, you can comment on there, message us, whatever you want to do, and we will get back oh, to yeah. you. 
And also, we're going to be playing um, this new game on Xbox Live called Golf With Your Friends. Now, 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 we don't sports. But we do like to fuck each other over in games. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what this is. Yeah, and it's mini golf. So is that really a sports? Mini, yeah. Yeah, mini golf is dope. Mm-hmm, Everybody yeah. can get into that. And it's not really a sport. <laughs> and so... Uh, yeah, on that, you play up to 12 people, and you play mini golf, and you can, like, set these, like, little traps and uh, physics-based yep. type stuff. So uh, we're always looking for new people to play with, especially on games where we can actually play with that many people, yeah. which is awesome. So oh, yeah. a- and we have, you know what, a huge listener base that I oftentimes don't really pay attention to uh, the numbers on on Facebook. And I went and checked, and I mean, there's quite a few folks following us. So we just want to say, first of all, thank you. And second of yep. all, hello to all the new followers on Facebook. Yeah. Yep. And sharing the and sharing the uh, the podcast yeah, man. posts that helps. Even if you don't get a chance to listen to the episode, the episode title doesn't interest you. The you whatever you know, the posts posts we put on Facebook will be the visual yeah. aid. So if that episode doesn't interest you, that's totally fine. If yeah. you can just share it. If you feel so and blessed. And sometimes, do so. don't just judge the episode by the title, because sometimes I drop a lot of misnomers on there. So it might not be quite as in your Very face true. as, you know, late nights <laughs> with pixelated <laughs> paranormal. So, And our good buddy Joe asked not too long ago if we were going to do something special for episode 150. So I was thinking, if you guys are on board, let's do a big listener story episode for episode 150. So... About a month cool. from now, we'll be dropping episode 150, and I want to just cram that thing so full of listener stories that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for a good hour and a half, two hours maybe, if we can fill that up. That would be amazing. Audio, you can send yeah. in audio, send in email, uh, met Facebook Messenger, Instagram, whatever, even if it's just like yeah. two sentences. Let's get them in, man. Because even if it's two sentences, we could talk about that shit for oh, 15, yeah. 20 we'd, minutes. Oh, yeah. It'd be awesome. What's the so, weirdest thing that you've ever saw, you ever heard about, an urban legend maybe from where you grew up? It's the weirdest thing you've ever done, if it's paranormal. Yeah. Some people do. Yeah. What's a topic you want us to cover? Like, maybe give us a couple, like, hard-hitting questions. Uh, yeah. You know, whatever. Yeah, you know what? Let's do another Let's do another AMA, maybe, and just drop in some Ask Me Anything yeah. questions and answers during that episode, It'll too. It'll be a completely listener-focused yeah. listener episode. That'll be fun. Yeah. And I think we're going to do, do an episode. Hopefully, we can get old grandpappy Rob on soon. <laughs> It'd be nice. It'd be nice to get It'd him on nice. that one. But Oh, yeah, uh, man. That'd be if, awesome. If not, you know, somewhere within the time with the anniversary and all that stuff. So, Yep. Yeah, that'd be great. So. Hell yeah. And also check out the rest of the shows on the Pixelated Sausage Network. You've got our other side show called 13 Nightmares. And we've got a lot of new content coming very soon, guys. Uh, We just made some changes to the way we're going to be doing that show, which is going to be for the best. And it's actually going to give us a chance to make more episodes, more content. So look forward to that. And the next episode, we're going to do a little dive into zombie movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. And then check out Mark's solo show, Pixelated Sausage. Check out his Attack of the Backlog. And if you're an anime fan, check out An Amazingly Baka. Presto, what do you got for us? And as always, if you need a beard, if you want a beard, if you want to grow the most lush, salivating Bigfoot beard you could ever (laughs) grow in your whole entire life, like... Oh my God, Mr. Belvedere! Look, oh look at that beard! Oh, I do love that Big Dobbs beard bomb. Check out Big Dobbs 
beardbomb.com and use promo code PXLPARA for 20% off your order. And check out scents like Dundee Cedar, Bay Rum, Citrus, Sweet Tobacco, Mint, Fresh, Classic. And I'm not done because there's more. The Mint's Cut in Wichita, Kansas. So if you're a Wichita listener, that's right. They're back in business. They opened this week on Tuesday. That means that you can get off your asses and go to www.cutsbycolin.com. One more time. www.cutsbycolin.com. And book now because this motherfucker is so busy with the Rona hair that he's like two weeks out full. But you know what? Awesome. Tell them the pixelated paranormal cast sent you and ask for the razzle dazzle. <laughs> That's what it was. Wow. I was trying to think of what we called that last time. The old razzle dazzle. Yeah. He's still probably Legit, not going to yes. know what the fuck you're talking about, but he'll get a chuckle and he'll put his Bigfoot angel-like hands all over your body. It'll be good. Just do it. I don't think he's going to touch anything besides their head, right? Yeah, their beard okay, and their hair. There you go. There you go. Safe touches with consent. Awesome. Yeah. Support local, yeah. and don't worry, he's not going to shave Bigfoot's testicles in the back of <laughs> Unless you ask for it. Maybe that's yeah. what the razzle-dazzle yeah. is. Who knows? Could be. <laughs> and speaking of shopping local, please check out our friends here in Wichita down at Pawnee and Seneca at CD Trade Post. Pop in sometime, say hello to Leslie and the gang, tell them Pixelated Paranormal sent you in. It probably won't get you anything. But it'll get you a hug from yeah, Leslie. Maybe. Well, not she right might now, give you an air COVID. high five. Not right now. Yeah. Air high five or an elbow. Could be. A social distanced how you doing. That's very true. Yep. And then she's awesome. Yeah, most definitely. They're such a good such a good team. And she's probably one of the best human beings I know, honestly. Yeah. I would I would second she's that. Crying. She's crying right now. She's tearing up. I got oh, you. Shucks. Yeah, we can't wait for some of this to blow over, get some more time on our hands. I know, I miss my friends. It's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, it, it is very nuts. And uh, speaking of friends, we can't wait to get together with Leslie and her awesome husband, John, and we can record some very special stuff for everybody. Very true. Yep. And then check out our friends down at Fast Print on Rock Road and Harry. Cool. Cool. Is that it, boys? That's it. All right. Well, well, let's get a towel, clean ourselves off. And with that, I say cheers to the weird shit in the world and those of us that love to talk about it. And stay spooky and keep driving on that paranormal highway, baby. The cast that Pixelated Paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Pixelated Paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown. Tales that will move you a little further down the paranormal highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. Email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange.